What's good? You are now tuned into Aries Talking Sports Podcast. Where you two Aries toast with the most, or we're just some cool ass guys. Word. I'm Reg the Prime Minister. And I'm Smurf. Yo, rock out with us weekly as we give you our sports views and opinions on any and everything dealing with sports. Combined with humor, heartfelt conversation, and of course, some dope ass Aries energy all in one podcast. So enjoy. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Aries Talking Sports. Yes, sir. Y'all know who it is. Y'all know how we give it up. There's your prime minister. Smurf, you lovable asshole. We have a guest with us today, none other than our very own friend, Ayana. Yeah. Ayana, is there is there a name you want to go by? Is there a nickname or something? Right. Oh, oh we just call you Ayana. You can call me Ayana, you can call me Queen Gina, it don't matter. Okay, Queen Gina, there we go. Gina! <laughs> <laughs> Just like Martin. Just like Martin. Queen Gina. Before we get started, did y'all see the, um, the uh, tweet that um, Stan Van Gundy uh, tweeted? Yes. I just saw that. I right. just saw it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Which very interesting and, and true tweet in itself. Um, because yep. when you think about it, I mean, um, you would think like all the medicine, um, sports related, uh, doctors and trainers, um, physicians, everything that they have on NBA teams these days, and you know, um, it seems like the players, you know, um, in the nineties and you know other years were more durable they play more games they play as he said they play more back-to-backs um i think there was only i think they said three three seasons maybe four seasons in, in uh jordan's career that he didn't play 82 games and that was kind of right. like the, that was kind of like the standard for most players you know what i'm saying um and that was the actual number like who who played the most games who played the most minutes and all this other stuff these days um yeah you got load management um they basically kind of killed the back-to-backs. Um, even the playoffs, like the playoffs used to be, you know, a game, game, then a game in between, and they switching cities. You know, they're going back to, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like a game, and then a day later, a game. <laughs> right. And then three days later, they switching cities. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so what, what's I our think, thoughts on that? I think, uh, I think the low management is the problem. Because they're so worried about they're so worried about uh, injuring themselves that what they fail to realize is not playing it makes it worse because now your body because because now your body has to get back into the groove of playing uh, consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. what that, that that he's right on the mark. Mm. Although. Uh, KD responding, talking about staying spitting, and then yeah, and then, yeah, yeah staying all confused about that shit. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I don't. He doesn't understand, but you right. got a kid that came up there talking about no, he's that that what that means yeah. is that he's agreeing yeah. with what you're saying. Yeah, I'm that on your dope. side, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't tase me, bro. 
that was the part I was like, yo, this couldn't have, like that that little back and forth between Stan and KD was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Ayana? I I totally agree with that. I totally agree. In the 90s, we didn't have all those issues. Now, all of a sudden, you got more medical people coming in trying to deal with their with uh, the players injuries and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it's only making it, it, it's only making everything worse right you know but, you know people are come they're the players they're they're out longer than what they should be because they're sitting yeah. there trying to heal their injury instead of you know the body's already conditioned they're already ready to play right and the longer that and they're longer that they're out the worse that it's going to be mm-hmm you know, um, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I like we understand, like, those major injuries, the injuries that, that require time to take off. But the little knick-knack injuries that these motherfuckers sitting out for, mm-hmm. like, that's the shit that Stan's talking about. And, hell, even some of the some of your major injuries, like, back then, they were played through. I mean, for them, right. of course, back then it was a lot different, but, yeah. but like, with as much... As much as invested in medicine and science now, with mm-hmm. the players, like I said, like I said earlier, the players they need to make sure that the body consist- is, you know, still on that in that battle rhythm, so to speak. Facts. Yeah. I, I wonder how much um, front office has to play with it too, because you know when you think about it, um, the player is an investment, and. Um, you want to cash in or get you know that reward or payback from from your investment so you know in those times you know 20 25 30 years ago you had players like your your you know maximum you know expectancy uh, of their career is probably 12 to 15 years probably i say 12 12 would probably be generous yeah 15 yeah. is definitely generous um but now you know you, you see players where like 15 is almost like a standard Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, I wonder how much that plays a part in it too, as as well. I was gonna say, I, I think that. Oh, go ahead, Ayan. I'm sorry. Thinking along the lines, but you, but you have others that have been in for like 15 plus. For example, Kobe Bryant, he was in for 20. You have uh, Vince Carter, who was also in for what 19, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony, another one. He. Those players, they played literally through all their minor strains and stuff. And I'm going to go back to Kobe. When Vanessa was worried about, you know, his injuries and stuff and why he's not taking care of himself. But he put the fans before, you know, his health, basically. Because you see him wrapped up in ice, his whole body wrapped up in ice because mm-hmm. he wants to get back there and perform for those fans that set up there and paid all those mo- all this money to, you know, watch and play. You know, some those those um players back then, they took the sport seriously. But then you have some of these players that come in they're only there for the money. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's becoming, but I think with that, it's becoming more of a business too. Yep, I was just about to say that. Just it's uh, such a business. You know, something, you know, something that they love growing, you know, because a lot, because there was a time where some of them would be like, you know, 
I, I mean, I play. I grew up, you know, playing this game for free. I, you know, I'm. This money, you know, hasn't changed, but changed me. But yeah, right. Which KD is? He's he's like that. He's like that one off because KD. He's like, yo, if if I'm help, you know, if it's not to the point where it's gonna affect my play or you know affect me from playing, I'm gonna get out here and ball. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I, I I hoop. That that's pretty that's, much that's what KD's it. at with it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I, he. That's exactly where he's at. You know, damn his hair, damn whatever else he got going <laughs> on. I'm here to play ball. That is right. it. Right. Hey, I'm. How, how much different do y'all think um, Luka Doncic's Doncic's career be if the um, that trade hadn't happened? Um, I think he would still be hooping the way he is, but Atlanta would have constructed that team a whole lot differently. Mm. Yeah. That. His play would have made them put something. I mean, because hell, I, I feel like even him with John Collins would have been a, a good duo. Yeah, I was going to ask that. How much better do you think this Atlanta Hawks team would be just swapping Trey and Luca right now? I, I think I think this Atlanta Hawks team would be would be they'll be a playoff team. They would be solid. They'll be in the mix. I, I'm not going to say they like a four, a one through four. Yeah, I would say around would that there. five, that five through five through, through seven. Oh, that's okay. five through seven. I wouldn't necessarily put them eight because the no. Knicks is trash. No, yeah, yeah. I think they'll be better than eight. Um, yeah, they'd be better than no. eight. But it I, would be. I, it just depends on that that middle of the pack, like how strong that middle of the pack is. I, yeah, the I, I think they'd be a very scary team. Yeah, and the way the East looks today, like they would be, they would be in that middle of the pack. They would be in there. And the East is nothing to play with at all. They're making the Western Conference look soft. Yeah, it's a more solid. We have a uh, solid. Y'all notice that we that we always have an ebb and flow with with the conferences like that. Like for a few years, the East dominate, then the balance the switch to the West, which is back yeah. to the East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get to it, y'all. Let's get to it. Y'all know what time it is, y'all. Um, you got you got a Smurf. You want to you want to uh favorite you know, your former quarterback? My quarterback. I said former, 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 former. To To's favorite quarterback. That's that's his quarterback. That's his teammate. We talking about motherfucking Tony Romo. Daniel stupid ass on the stupid ass on this carpet. Um. So, of course, the Bills uh, this weekend, this past weekend, excuse me, uh, the Bills and the Dolphins played. And uh, Josh Allen did some did some Josh Allen worthy, worthy of praise thing. Along with and, his three turnovers. Uh, right. I was going to say, yeah, back we'll, to we'll back get, to back. put a pin in that. We'll get we'll get yeah. back to that. <laughs> <laughs> but to, uh, Josh Allen, he made he made a good ass play for a touchdown. And uh, of course, motherfuckers celebrate, but Tony Romo yeah. celebrated a little bit too hard and, and got a little overzealous. And here's what he had. Here's what he had to say. So this is the play running. This is the play after it unfolds. In a one twenty one, can you do something for me? Right. <laughs> oh, God damn it, that wasn't it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
He had a couple quotables. Yeah, where is the he decided to call him Mr. January after after Mr. Good January, the Michael Jordan, Jordan, and the champ. Like he had he had a lot. He had a lot going on there, and we was like, whoa, whoa, cowboy, former cowboy, for real. Pump your pump your brakes because uh, yeah. If, if we want to if we want to talk about Josh Allen being Mr. January, that ain't it. Because for one, Josh ain't made it to the Super Bowl. Nope. Let's start there. Uh, and his playoff record is three and three. And so that don't sound like Mr. January numbers to me. Right. No. And on top of that, the Dolphins with their Third or fourth string quarterback, they actually had a close game with the Bills. All right, here we go. It was a close game when it shouldn't have been. Because Dolphins are not great. They give up, you know, second most touchdowns to tight ends across the NFL, and Knox keeps his streak going. But what a throw and catch right there. The knee is down, so yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, nothing's open. Nothing's open. Josh is rolling out. He's like nothing there, but the defender's not looking at him, so he throws it right behind his ear hole <laughs> in the only spot that Knox could have caught it. This is why Josh Allen is Mr. January. <laughs> I'm going to need Tony Romo to have several seats. All of them. The whole stadium. Yes, seriously. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need him to not sound like Skip when he's talking about Tom Brady. Please. Well, too late. <laughs> too late. Sorry for, for sorry for the wrong audio, y'all. But uh, you good. Anyways, but yeah, yeah. Um, Tony Romo as a as a commentator as you know a colored commentator by far one by far one of the top tier, but. That that ridiculous shit right there, nah, miss me with that shit. Uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. What's it? What you say, Reggie? I call bullshit. I call bullshit. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we got them singing. We, look, we got them singing. We got. Yeah. We, we calling it. Yeah. Um. You get it from both ways. You gonna get it both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get to uh, Mike Vick. Oh, this is Michael Vick. Um, Hold so on. we we gotta in, we gotta include uh, Charles Woodson and Carissa Thompson because all three of them had something to say. Yeah, I think Charles came back and kind of cleared it up though. Uh-huh. He was like, because because Charles was like, you know, I I I don't even know if I would have played played yeah. this season if I was him. I mean, I got I got the clip. Uh huh. I got the clip queued up. Thursday when he put out a tweet explaining exactly what is going on with his knee. We're going to skip through all that, but I want to get to it. Let me explain my whole medical uh, status. Uh, and look, I'm hearing grumblings from a, a handful of folks there that their teammates have feel like uh, his process has been slower than expected. Uh, I, I just don't like it. it. The team's more important right now than you. And, and we appreciate the information on your injury status. You're not playing. I get it. I don't see this player back in Baltimore next year. Wow. And uh, well, that's not I, I think he'll end up with a club. Yeah, I look at it. You know, if this team was, you know, 2-15, and 15, I, I could see him not coming yeah. back and trying to finish out the season. 
it just seems that, you know, we all play this game to try to win the Super Bowl. Like, that's the main goal. And if you have a, good, a team that's good enough to get to the playoffs, and... You guys, we're not having this conversation. It, it, the contract... Like, you're not having a Like, three games... I understand, you know, he's playing the game. I don't know if I would have the balls to do it. I'm, I'm being yeah, real honest. You know, like, yeah, you know, Charleston, you know, he don't know if he had the balls to play. About his business. He, he figures they don't want to down, so... But like but, Coach said, like you just said, it's the playoffs, man. You three, yeah, game, you three yeah. games away. Put a brace on it. Get it going. And look, put a brace on it. Let's go. Uh, and what, what also caught me on that was, uh, on top of that, RG3, you yep. know, I was he had, the, he had that same he had the same type of injury. And we saw fucking the, the damn, well, now the, the Commodores, as we love to call them. But uh, the then the then Redskins disseminated yes. this dude's knee because <laughs> they put it they fucking put a brace on it, right. and then he got his shit tore the fuck up, and now he's out here commentating. Exactly, right. and, and that and he posted that exact picture, and that's what he said. Yep. This is what happens when you put a brace on it, which I I hundred I hundred percent agree, Lamar. Yeah, yeah, he's worried about his health. He wants to take care of himself. That way he can still play. And I Absolutely. get it. So and I think for, for Mike Mike Vick to actually make that statement is uh, bullshit. Um, I think, and, and they're in two different situations. Mike Mike Vick is, um, he has to win back the public, you know, opinion or whatever else. He has to get that back on his side. You know, he, he, didn't, he didn't have the uh, luxury that Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, had to play. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike, Mike Mike Vick was in in a bad situation from coming out of prison and uh, you know locked locked up from what he did, and people still hold that against him. So you know, yeah, we're not even gonna get into that. Right, right. I mean, right. And, and as far as when it comes to to Lamar, I'm like, I feel he made the right decision. It's all at this point, it's about you, right? So if, if you in you know even let's by chance. You know, God forbid that, you know, God forbid nothing terrible happens to Lamar. But let's just say that Lamar is just playing the long game because mm-hmm. because of the contract. Guess what? He's 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 within his right to do so because yep. Baltimore fucked this up by not paying him early before uh, Watson and fucking Russell Wilson got paid. Yep. And, and Kyle Murray. Out the way. Yeah, and Kyler Murray. Yeah. Had y'all got that out of the way, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Or give him some more weapons. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, as as much slander as Lamar is getting for sitting out and all this shit, everybody needs to shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Because at the end of the day, you are all you have. Right. Yep. You are all you have, and you got to take care of you, especially when nobody else is doing it. Yep, um, Mike Vick. I call bullshit. I threw uh, I, I got Skip Bellis in here. Skip Bellis had a tweet. Um, I don't know if y'all saw it or not, but Skip, 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 Skip stay on our carpet, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> he stays, he stays in our bullshit segment. But um, Skip Bellis tweeted, "As great as Christian McCaffrey has been, I'll still take Tony Pollard. He's just a little more explosive." seen that shit. Someone need him to have several doggone seats. I, I don't I don't know in what in what fantasy football 
arena wherever you take uh Tony Pollard over Christian McCaffrey and Tony Tony Pollard is nowhere near as explosive as Christian Christian McCaffrey not even fucking close I'll take Chris if if I'm in a fantasy draft and Christian McCaffrey and fucking Tony Pollard are on the board Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey is going off the board absolutely you talking about why it's on fucking Sunday you talking about a, a, a running back that can uh, catch, receive, block, do anything. He, he's he's an all-purpose player. All of it. And then some. He's basically positionless. Pretty much. Him, it's like him and Debo. Yeah. Him and Debo, they're both like, they're positionless <clears throat> players. You can sit them, you can stack them anywhere, and they're going mm-hmm. to they produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the 49ers, and the 49ers are known for getting those yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. We are right. known for that. Skip Bayless. I call bullshit. Two times. I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't have to add Molly, but you know, Molly was um she was high, she was on our high horse when the Giants beat the Vikings, talking about, you know, how big of a win that was for Giant Nation. You know, she's a big Giants fan. She's from New York, everything else. But then she goes on on, on first take on Monday with a Cowboys jersey on. Right. So I understand, you know, as a per, you know, whatever you, you, you're going to wear other jerseys. If you got other jerseys, but I think there's probably some kind of like code of conduct or some kind of rule or law where you don't wear like your team's, your rival, you know what I'm saying? Your rival's jersey. Like you would never see me in anything Duke blue devils. Right. Um, you know, you're probably you're rarely gonna see me in any other college prefer, uh, paraphernalia besides UNC. But if you was, it would definitely not be anything Duke. Uh, no, I, I'm shocked that I'm shocked. That, I'm gonna say I'm shocked that uh that Giants fans ain't roast them motherfucking ass. I think they were. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they, they they need to still be roasting her to. to <laughs> <laughs> to, to infinity and beyond, like right. continue, continue this up, right? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, if, if you so, because she, I think the first hour she did a Dallas Cowboys jersey, the second hour she did a Tom Brady. So okay, so you do a Tom Brady. That's not really a rival, you know. If you're a big right. Tom Brady fan, I get it, but just wearing your your, you know, you the team that you root for wearing the rivals jersey right. is, is weird as fuck. And then to call yourself one of the, uh, a big diehard Giants fan, I don't know. Right, because cause, yeah, that's just like you wearing anybody in the NFC NFC uh, West. Yeah, no. not, na- not named not named the Forty Niners. Right, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Right. Shoot, I have to fuck around. Fuck around. I end up wearing a Seahawks a Seahawks jersey. Yeah, not. Yeah, it's please not gonna. Get on me. Yeah, please get on me when I do that. <laughs> Not gonna happen. All right, Molly. I call bullshit. Chill. Get the fuck out of here, all y'all. <laughs> get the fuck out of office. Shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go sit your ass. Your ass down. All right. Um. So. La- so. Uh. Last night. Um. In a in a NHL player. Uh. Ivan Porval. Um. The uh. Well, Smurf, you probably know more about this since you looked it up. Well, uh, what team does he yeah, play for? So he plays. He's a defen- uh, defenseman for the Philadelphia Flyers. Right, right, right. So, uh, Go ahead. so they, so the Flyers, they've been doing this for 
for years and they they partnered they partnered up with they they have been partnered up with uh with you can play and so they host these they they host like theme theme uh excuse me pride theme days and stuff in events and stuff like that you know for to to get the lbg lbgtq plus community involved with uh with the nhl at least trying to gain fans which understand understandable so they had they had a night on on tuesday where uh they had in the pre-games they had uh they had pride jerseys of all the players and uh and the hockey sticks and they had them wrapped up with uh with pride tape and you know they wear them out for pregame and then they auction them off uh afterwards well uh ivan decided not to not to participate um you know he said it's his choice to stay true to to himself and his religion which he identifies as a russian orthodox i have no clue what the what that religion how that religion flows but to each his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the um, the social activism partner of of you can play. You know he wanted to he wants to reach out and talk to Ivan and you know I guess try and try and meet try and meet help meet in the middle and, and you know go from there. Um, I didn't I didn't catch what the what the coach said. Although this this is the same coach. He, he said he support. He said he supports him as well as he supports the community. Uh, um, and that everyone should have a uh, you know, a right, you know, to believe in what, you know, yeah. what their beliefs are. Although you are the same coach that that had had back, you know, had some backfire for for Colin Kaepernick when he knelt for the national anthem. Yeah. And then and then imposed that it, if anybody did did the same on your team would not play so make so see how see how opening your mouth get, mm-hmm. comes back around mm-hmm. so so honestly i don't have a problem with, with him uh standing up for his beliefs um i don't he wasn't disrespectful with it um but he didn't make you know big news about it um right there are a bunch of religions that don't believe in um homosexuality and everything else that we have going on you know these days and i mean but you know so i don't think that's a big issue i mean i i'm glad i didn't see a lot of outcry about it you know people feeling a certain way um and he handled it how he wanted to like i say he wasn't disrespectful about it and he didn't make it a big you know a spectacle right right i was gonna and say you that's know, how it should okay. be anyway right but of course you know the media is going to be the media and they mm-hmm. tried to uh they tried to poach him a little bit but he he nipped it in the bud and was like yo you know he said his piece and was like hey if it's not hockey related you know don't ask, pretty much don't ask right yeah because they're gonna try to bait him into into yeah. some, to get some sound bites and everything anyway yeah but yeah hey like you know what I'll, I'll, i'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna applaud him on that I'm gonna applaud him on that. Just just how he handled it. Um, you know, it. I I, I feel like it was kind of classy. Yeah, about it. Yeah. He did that about as best as he he could have done on the spot. Absolutely. You know, if that was Kyrie, it would have been a whole different situation. Oh, they they would have blew that up a lot more than than what what it is, which is sad in itself. 
Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because we still not talking about Joe Rogan and you know Brett Favre and other shit. But Dana White. For another, yep, Dana, Dana White. White. Leon, it's another story for another day though. But yeah. Got it. <laughs> Anybody got else it. got anything to say about Mr. Ivan? Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Get into a little um um um. I guess we we can uh. Yeah. Um. To this tragedy, um, Darius Miles, University mm-hmm. of Alabama player, um, <clears throat> he's been charged with a uh, murder for killing a young lady. That so this is uh, this is rumored. This is what's said to be the issue. Um, the young lady did not want to talk to him or wasn't interested in him, and I guess he decided to shoot her. So. So, uh, yeah. So part of it's part of it's correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she. So her, uh, the young lady. Where is it? Uh, Jamia Harris. She was. So she was with her boyfriend and her cousin. So they they came from came down from Birmingham to visit uh to visit her cousin mm-hmm. who, who goes to Alabama. Um. Yeah. So. Darius Miles and, and his boys tried to flirt with her or whatever. He denied it because, of course, she's with her boyfriend. And so Michael Davis, who was who was one of the other guys, he's he was found as the shooter. But uh, Darius Miles gave him the weapon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and so, yeah, so, like, pretty much... They tried to get at her. She denied them. They kept pushing. They, you know, they kept pressing, and then was like, "Fuck it," and pretty much drove, did like a drive-by, pretty much like either a drive-by or like a walk-by. But pretty much they get, they went up to the vehicle that they were in, right? And shot, shot and killed her, and the boyfriend, you know, fired back to defend them, you know, to right. defend them. Um, eleven times, eleven, eleven shots they fired. Yeah. In that car, um, they said it's, it's um it's captured on our ring camera footage. Yeah, some, yeah, the was, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was only like uh, they was only like uh, not even a half a mile from campus. Mm-hmm. And that was right after uh, Alabama had had played uh had played on Sunday. <laughs> Where are we at though? What what what, what do we got? I, I don't. I so. I don't understand why why you have to shoot this young lady because because she wasn't she wasn't trying to she didn't want to hear your bullshit pretty much because her, her her dude was right there right. entitlement um um you know he's probably, like it, it's, yeah it's complete bullshit dog like like you said what what are we doing like where are we at in this world now. I'm sorry for cutting y'all off. I, that shit. No, you're good. Find it like finding out like afterwards, like like it's frustrating to to read and and process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead, Ayana. I, I totally agree, and it just seems like we're not even we as women are not even safe. We as black, I say we or you know we as women, we're not safe. You know, we're just, you know, we're not interested. And as soon as we say no, it's like, 
I don't, we don't know what's up with the guy, whether his ego just ends up getting the best of him and all of a sudden he's like, oh, she said no to me? Oh no, we're not having this. And we end up getting, yeah, and we end up getting called all types of derogatory names. Right. We end up being, you know, lowest of the totem pole, being disrespected, and unfortunately for her, she ends up getting killed over over the fact that she said no. Yeah, it's almost like you got to accept the events just to make sure that you get out of the situation, you know. Right. Okay, which is which is bullshit in itself. Yes. Um <clears throat> but, you know, back back to the sports aspect of it. Um I I mean, th- this this kid um had an opportunity to you know take care of his family for life you know possibly create generational wealth and basically threw it away because you know pride ego or whatever was was hurt or damaged um and i mean it, you, you know the percentages of, of of kids that go make it to the nba is is less than point point one percent but um well, yeah point one percent but um the thing is, he was at a college program, you know, that can, you know, propel him to the NBA had he performed, you know, good enough to make it make it to that level, you know. So he had a leg up on, on you know, millions and millions of other people that have the NBA, you know, dream in mind. Exactly. And my thing is, like, you're already, you're on the, you're on the squad. You're on the basketball squad. Mm-hmm. Nationally, you're, you're ranked number four in, in the, in the nation. Like, if you walk on campus, motherfuckers know who you are. Right. That's it. Like, as a, as a former, as a former student at, at the University of Louisville, like, when they won the championship and motherfuckers, and you saw any of those players on the basketball team, like, Motherfuckers knew who they were, like yeah. you knew you knew them when when you saw them. Mm-hmm. So it, it's no it's no different. And my thing is, you're like now. Not only is your your academic career done, your fucking professional what could have possibly possibly been your professional career right. is now. It's a wrap. You know, con- condolences to the family and uh, individuals that's you know affected by this. You know. Definitely. Um, and she had a five-year-old son, man. Wow. Yeah. And the mom was like, uh, "I read this morning. I read this morning. Like the mom, like she still hasn't told her her grandson because she can't, she can't form the words to figure out how to tell him." Mm, mm, mm. So yeah. Mm, mm, mm. It is. Yeah. All right. Uh, where are we at? Maya Moore. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna do Simone. I forgot to add. I'm, I'm gonna do Simone Augustus real quick. Okay. Uh, Simone Augustus. Uh, she got honored by LSU with a statue. So uh, shout, out, shout out to Simone Augustus. Definitely, she was one of my favorite. One of the the few favorites that that I constantly followed in women's uh, college basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. She, I'll let you know now that is my black athlete for today. So I will break down her, her steez, uh later on in the episode. But definitely uh, congratulations to her. Well-deserved. Like she put a she put a stamp when it comes to LSU uh, women's basketball. Right. Right. 
and now to her teammate, her former teammate Maya Moore, which has, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, has officially retired from the WNBA after four after taking four years off. Yeah, I thought she'd been retired. Shit, nah, she just she just took that time off to to save her now husband. I know, but I thought I mean he's been he's been out about two years now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was already over. I thought, yeah, I thought she, but but you know she did like hell. She look, she did like a lot of these NBA. Ray players. Allen, <laughs> Jalen Rose, <laughs> Ray Allen, Jalen Rose, like yeah. a lot of these damn players. They'll just they just stop playing and then be like two, three years like oh yeah, I I, I went ahead and put in my retirement. Mm-hmm. But no, um. She she was on Good Morning America. Her and her husband did. Uh, they have a book. They were promoting the book, but on top of that, she announced her uh, her retirement. Stated that uh, it's time to put a close to to the pro basketball life. We want to continue to be present at home for our community and also doing work with our nonprofit. That's what I'm moving into. Okay. You know, I was gonna say she had she had and everything so. Yeah, I mean, congrats, congrats. Hell of a career. I mean, um, oh, you know, I, I hate that it ended, short, you know, short as it did. Um, because she was. I mean, I, I don't even think she had reached her prime yet. I don't think so either, because she's only thirty three. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, she's only she's thirty three now. Yeah, so yeah. But she uh, had reached her prime, and we're talking about she hasn't played in what four or five years. Four years. Yeah. Four, yeah. Yeah. Four or five years. Uh, quick shot at the accolade, accolades. Uh, two-time NCAA champ, four-time WNBA champ, 2013 WNBA Finals MVP, 2014 WNBA MVP, uh, six-time WNBA All-Star, three-time All-Star MVP, two-time FIBA champ, two-time uh, gold medalist in the Olympics. Congrats. On top of all the other accolades, that's just that's not even half. Like I looked at the list, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not writing all this shit down." <laughs> that, that would have been my um black athlete too. <laughs> but, you read, but you gave it all the accolades, so I'm gonna switch up. My bad, dog. <laughs> no, we good. We but, good. Uh, Go ahead. Hey, Maya was she? Uh, oh my! From from UConn all the way through Minnesota, through, yeah. uh, Minnesota man. Like she she was the she was that girl. She was the. Uh-huh. The first, like one of the first females, uh, first women on Jordan brand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, like she, she was just that. She was that girl, man. I, I'm sorry. She was definitely her, as they, as they now say. Absolutely. Um, little, little, um, some more sad news. We had a uh, football player uh, from the national champion Georgia Bulldogs, Devin Willock. Um, died in a single car accident. Um, I think the reports came out a little earlier today that said uh, they were doing it. They were driving it in, in excessive speeds. It was him and uh, what was it? Um, a, it wasn't. A t- was it a team manager, a trainer, uh, recruiter, recruiter? Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah. Chandler Lacroix. Mm-hmm. And, and it was and two other were, people. In the, yeah, two yeah. other people. Two other, yep, two other people. Right. And that, those folks, that survived, I right? think they're in, yeah, they survived. I think they're in stable condition. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That was tough, like right after the championship game, too. Yeah. yeah. Was it? No, it was this past weekend, right? It was Saturday. 
Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah, it was only a few days ago. Yep, it was Saturday. This past Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, what, 20 years old, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, sad news, man. I'm, you know, it, oh, too. Like he was, he was one of the ones that was going to replace uh, the top dogs on that team. Mm-hmm. Like his time, it was like pretty much his time was, his time was coming up to to display his talent, and to get cut short. That oh, that sucks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, sad. 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 Man. Um, coming off the high of winning the national championship. And mm-hmm. it ends abruptly. I mean, he never got the chance to live out his 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 dream. And he's just young as fuck, man. That's the biggest yeah. thing. That's the biggest thing. Young as fuck. Yeah. You know? Man. Yeah. Still growing. <laughs> right. As, as odd as that's, that. And is, look, that right. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna gonna say, that's the scary, that would have been the yeah. scary part. Right. That's the scary. That's always the scary part. I'm, well, I won't say scary, but that's always like the, the wild part about watching these college because we have to remember these still are these still are young kids majority of them are young kids and then to young adults mm-hmm. like you say that some of them are still growing still still maturing like y'all don't stop growing until you're about what 25 26 yep. somewhere around there yes yeah, still growing he was gonna put on some pounds i'm sure if he ended up going to the nfl right no they, they were gonna make sure that dangerous man that investment yeah but um uh then we got the nil uh oh my god that might be the first nil holdout ever we'll see how it plays out but go ahead smurf oh okay so uh Jaden rashada left miami to sign with florida right yeah they flipped right look and right Rightfully so, mm-hmm. because he had he was due a thirteen million dollar nil deal for four years. Right, I would have flipped as well too. Yeah, uh, and it fell through from uh, Gator Gator Collective, um, and so Gator Collective they are an independent fundraising arm that disperses money to student athletes in all sports. Um, they terminated a uh, the binding agreement, which I'm like, this kid needs to get a lawyer <laughs> ASAP. He yeah. needs to get a lawyer. He needs to get a fucking lawyer ASAP and, and fucking sue the shit out there and get more than the 13 mil that they that they were gonna owe him. And like now, this puts this puts Florida in the bind because you have one quarterback in Anthony Richardson who's who's declared for the draft. Right. You have another quarterback in Jalen Kidner who got arrested on child pornography charges. Mm -hmm. And then you have two other quarterbacks in uh, Emory Jones and Carlos Del Rio Wilson, who both have transferred. Mm -hmm. So not only not only are you in the bind with getting this young man to to come, you know, to get enrolled on campus. But this is about to put set y'all back years, yeah. right? If if this doesn't get handled, because now they're gonna be like, oh hell, you know, um, young men will look at will look at this shit and be like, why the fuck do I want to go to Florida? And if they can't get, you know, they got this damn mm-hmm. this agency that's not that's not willing to pay us. 
Right. No. But you know, um, it, it, so I think it put both of them in a bind too, because I, because I think he has to hurry up and find a team, pick a team, so he can get get on that roster before uh, spring games and spring training. You know, and most teams have already got their quarterback picked out. You know, mo- most. Yep. Now he's going to have to come on and probably, of course. Well, I don't think most of these big recruits got to really fight for a job, depending on you know their their status. But in Florida, he probably wouldn't have had to do that. But wherever he goes now, if he finds somewhere to go, he's definitely going. He's not going to be the number one man on that roster. He's going to have to, you know, do more, you know, to to either become a starter or um, get the playing time that he wants. He's so, going to have to do like JUCO. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Aya. I got a question. Yeah. What about um? What about Alabama? Because Bryce Young, he's. Is he going to the NFL draft? He is. No, he's we're, we're, so, we're sold up. We're, we're sold up at the quarterback. Yeah, but. yeah. Okay. Just, just asking the question. Just asking the question. I think we signed the quarterback. Or, you know, we, we got one to sign uh, last year. Yeah. And then we already had, like, two. We, we already had two in waiting. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, they, they but then also, and then also, we still have uh, Milroy. Uh, well, no, I'm saying we still got uh, transfers and all that that still need to in the second round of uh, yeah, that's second the, wave the portal, of transfer. Yeah, yep. So we still got that. So I think he can make his he can make his mark there. But again, that that's still going to be a year. Like he's still going to be behind the power curve. Yeah. Yeah, especially as a freshman, yeah. Oh, four years, 13 mil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so crazy. And you had mentioned, I'm basically repeating myself as, as I'm reading this article. Mm-hmm. Um, the situation could have long-term ramifications for Napier and the Gators. Rashada's representatives could file a lawsuit against the Gator Collective and maybe the athletic department might as well. Get them all. all right. It's almost like a breach of contract. Yeah. You know? Because yep. I'm I'm like, why would why would someone... And, and I know we're dealing with kids mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like this. But also, like, some of these kids are a lot smarter than what, the, what these people think. Right. And yeah. so for you to present a four-year, $13 million damn uh, NIL deal to them, I'm like shit. What kid wouldn't flip from whatever from wherever they didn't sign, knowing they can get this amount of money? True. Yeah. I'm like, you already making life changing money for yourself, and you just in college. Right. Well, I only got one thing to say: the Tar Heels would never. <laughs> let, me, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Knock on wood, because that shit can happen anytime. Somebody be like, ah, nah, nah. But yeah, before we move on, let me get a shout out to Hubert fucking Davis. <laughs> Oh, this amazing recruiting job he's doing with this class of 2024. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Just had to get that off. <laughs> yeah, I did. Can, but, uh, hey, good good luck to uh, Jaden Rashada, and uh, hopefully he. Uh, yeah, man. Hopefully yeah. that that gets situated. He he finds a landing spot, you know, to play quarterback at. Hey, come on down to Chapel Hill, man. We need somebody to take over for Drake Drake next year. This Drake hey. is gone after this year. Listen, if you can Craig prove May your, is fucking you can prove your word from on Alabama, we, we'll, we'll get you together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I Jay, mean, 
Drake May is going after this year. But um, all right, let's slide into the big boys and to the to the NFL, man. Where where, where do we start? We started. I want to start at the first game. Where I mean, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. Uh, Hold on. It don't matter. First game was um, was it the was it the Seahawks and Forty? It was. We was the first game. Why not? First. So, yeah. Ayana, you, since you're the guest, yeah, we were. were. Yeah, yeah, we were. We were. Ayana, we were. So we'll, we'll give ahead. you the Go honor. Ahead. Come on, Queen Gina. We'll give you the honor of, of starting. Oh, okay. you know, talk, talk about okay. the 49 to Seahawk game. Your your takeaways, thoughts, dislikes, all oh, that. Oh, okay. I got you. So the first half, I don't know what in the world happened or what in the world was going on, mm-hmm. but the Seahawks shouldn't have never been that close. <laughs> they should have never been that close. DK Metcalf shouldn't have been this open. The our secondary was not our secondary whatsoever. They uh, were leaving wide receivers open. They they we gamble though. Get a rhythm. Yeah, but the secondary gambles a lot. That's that's I think that is the Achilles heel of, of this of San Francisco defense. That's that, that secondary, secondary take, that takes a lot of big gambles when they shouldn't. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it's like poor Trayvon Diggs back there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and they leave wide receivers and tight ends wide open when they shouldn't when they shouldn't whatsoever. But now DK Metcalf is a different guy. <laughs> DK Metcalf is a different guy. That dude's an alien. He's 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 a top receiver in this in the league. Physical, one of the fastest. Very. He goes what about six four, six five? He yeah. is a big dude. Yeah, that's a big no, dude. No, no, no. He he is he, he is a he's yeah, an elite he's wide receiver. Yeah, he's, he's a, a he's a he's a force. And and okay. he should he should. So the thing the thing is, um, I agree with you in a sense. But the thing is, single coverage, you're going to get that. DK is going to do that to you. Um, the way the way um the Giants played Justin Jefferson. Is ideal of how DK should probably should be played. He should be shadowed. He should yeah, never. He, it should always be two yes. two defenders in his vicinity somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. DK got a lot of single coverage, and he's gonna run past anybody in single coverage. I, I believe so, just with his speed alone. I mean, he he has world class track speed. Hell yeah. But um, I agree with you. It was it was close, but I do think you know um, that's how the 49ers have been playing. You know, first you know because the um. Well, outside of the Tampa Bay game, because we we jumped on Tampa Bay's ass, um, right. you know, right right from the beginning. But a lot of those, a lot of the games were close. Um, yeah. The, the Las Vegas game was close all the way through. All the way through. You know, um, all but, the way through. You know, I'm like, what in the world? Like, the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals game. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals game was kind of close until you know, 49ers, They 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 really closed teams out in the second half because right. you know we we have the best you know um we, we've given up the least amount of points in the second half. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, it, I guess shut, right. We have shut people out the second half. They're not scoring anything nine times out of ten. I mean, shit, Seattle only scored six. Half. Right. They yeah, only Seattle only scored six. Scored six. But Seattle so, only scored six. You're right. I I think that kind of uh plays into 
you know what what they have been doing um i was very impressed by by just the, uh the team in general um how how pretty played um i had a stat here that i saw um let me let me read this to y'all it says um in six playoff games as a 49er for jimmy garoppolo he has 160 yards passing four touchdowns six interceptions of 74 uh rating jimmy that's jimmy brock purdy in one career playoff start 332 yards four touchdowns zero interceptions and a 131 rating you know that's that's crazy stat um and as much people want to tell me you know um um, because every 49er fan they always tell oh jimmy garoppolo jimmy garoppolo man y'all shouldn't try to get rid of him which he 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 became a nice insurance plan this year but i was i i've told you plenty of times smurf on on this show outside of the show i've told anybody that will listen to me we are not going to win the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as a starting quarterback. That's that's just how I feel. I mean, no, shit, then that's, you're right. That's what, and you're that's right. what has that's what have uh, that's what America has seen. Mm-hmm. Like y'all wanted y'all want a goddamn playoff game with him throwing the ball like five times, like right. five or six times or some shit like that. Yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a good part of that is Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that yeah. motherfucker can can put he can put a plan together and and we we, we saw it this weekend but also um, the good part so the good part about, about the Niners too. yeah the good part about the Niners is that uh, Purdy he's he has that confidence right so he's, he's playing he's playing like he's like yo I got it's like he 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 recognized what he has in front of him. Mm-hmm. Like you know what, I can throw this bitch to anybody that I want to because I know I have the fucking playmakers that are going Maybe. to make plays. Right. Yes, right. That's exactly what the hell hell we saw. Um, especially when when he had to when he had to break out the pocket, he he break he broke out and, and he made he made plays. He made plays. Yeah. That's the one thing that Jimmy doesn't do. Jimmy just literally stays in the pocket. Right. You don't, you rarely see him get out the pocket and run and make some and make some and get some yards. That's a rare thing with Jimmy. Brock, on the other hand, he gonna make some shape. It, it, even like that, I don't think Jimmy has a big arm either. I don't think he can make that that big pass play. You know, launch it down the field. Um, that, the the Super Bowl we lost to um to Kansas City, um, he missed a wide open Emmanuel Sanders streaking down the field. And that yeah. was that the bottom fell out of that. Yeah. Bottom fell him, out of that. Him and all those other backups at that damn at when they were with New England, finesse the system. They get out there, play play a good five, six, seven games right. and get paid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now 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 um all like season long, regular season, Jimmy Garoppolo get the job done. He gets the yeah. job done. It just it's just in the playoffs. It's it's like, I, and, and you know they they say they say the um, you know playoffs is is a whole different season, a different beast. That's when the defense get tighter. Things happen. You have to be, you know, you, you have to play a different style than what you know. You have to be more multidimensional than what you are in the regular season, and it, mm-hmm. that's it. It shows. It shows. Yes. You know. Yes. I wish him well, man. Whatever he's gonna do, they keep saying, you know, it's a possibility he could return next year. I highly doubt it, because Jimmy. Yeah, if I if I was Jimmy, I I would. If I'm not gonna be a starter, I wouldn't return. He's a starter in the league, just not San Francisco. Right, I'm about to say if I'm the Niners, I'm like, who for what? 
Why is your access? Why is your access card still work, sir? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get him like, out of here. Why are you here? I feel like you must piggyback off somebody in here, huh? Get him out of here. And yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah. Like uh, that game, man. Like, like you said, it was it was tight, tight at at the half, and then that half rolled around, and y'all was like, "Yeah, let's go and turn this up a notch." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Hey, we turned it up a yep. lot. We Yo. turned it up a lot, especially after that dirty play that happened to D. Oh, yeah, they tried to oh, yeah. D- oh, we was just like, oh, We was just like, oh, no, y'all want to play that way? Okay, we going right. ahead and play. Yo, we going to show y'all. About to make, he about to get paid if he ain't right. already gotten paid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he about to get paid, dog. Shout out to the San Francisco 49 <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, probably one of the most exciting games this weekend: the tra- the Chargers and the Jaguars. Yes. I don't know if it's the most exciting or the most disappointing, or probably I, I think uh, it was a combination of both. <laughs> now, I don't know because this was my face when I woke up the next morning. Because you motherfuckers is up twenty seven nothing twenty seven. <laughs> Or twenty-seven to seven. Excuse me. Twenty-seven to seven in that was a Twenty-seven to seven, and proceeded and to was, proceeded right, to only score like, three points. Right. Three. Ooh. Wait a minute. And um, Trevor Lawrence, he ended up already having four turnovers. Four right. interceptions. All three, those. three were Asante Samuel Jr. alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Although I felt like two of those were pass interference, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot of um. I don't know if, if you want to call it missed calls or just you know them quote unquote letting them Let play, them play. Yeah. in 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 this playoffs. But um, yeah. Well, like you said, Trevor had Trevor had four interceptions and he ended up with four touchdowns, so he kind of equaled it out. But um. Yeah. I think um, outside of them, um, you know, because I ended up watching the whole game. I mean, I was like, well, this game is it's, it's a travesty. And I was about to turn it. But then um, I saw, you know, uh, Jacksonville scored. Then they scored again. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. But I'm like, it still ain't like this is not a game. This is not a game. And then they got another score. And I'm like, hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> and then, you know, um, Next time they scored, um, Doug Peterson put his nuts on the table and said, we're going for two. <laughs> so I'm like, hold on now. These motherfuckers like, this is a game. We're going for two. And that, that was uh, that was when uh, Bosa, you know, gave them the, the free yards. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they went for two and they got it. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now all they got to do is score, kick a field goal to win the game. And... Chargers got the ball back, couldn't do nothing with it, mm-hmm. and you know, um, Tre- Trevor uh, actually um, played field general, and with, with the help of uh, Travis Etienne, Travis yeah. Etienne had a hell of a game. He had a game. Oh my god, he game. did. Um, that he that did. uh, that fourth down fake quarterback sneak. Mm-hmm. Um, that Etienne went around the corner for for about I want to say about 15, 16 yards, give him a first down was big and that put them right in position for that field goal to win the game um i like the play call i like that play call i like when they went for two and you know it's, it's basically all all or nothing 
all yeah. or nothing. Like, hey, we're going to go for two. If we don't get this two points, um, we still got to come back down and score anyway. We don't have to, like, like if we get two, we score a touchdown to win the game. Not a touchdown, a field goal to win the game. If we don't get the two, we got to come down and score a touchdown. So, fuck it. Yeah. Nuts on the table, roll the dice, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I like to call that, hey, fuck check downs, be a man, and throw that bitch deep. Oh, that <laughs> hey, I, I gotta stop. Downs. Look, I gotta stop checking out of these games because I checked out this bitch by by halftime. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come back. Uh huh. Came back to a game. I was like, yo, what the fuck just happened within the last hour and a half? Right. Because I completely checked out. I was like, yo, this is embarrassing. Because I was like, yo, this is about to get real embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. much so. And what made it so bad, my daughter and I, we were actually out. We went shopping and we ended up going to Texas Roadhouse to get some food. Now, this is my first time going. So I kept on hearing about the bread and everything like that. I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and try out this bread. Let me go ahead and try out this bread. Not the Texas yes. Roadhouse and they bread. Yes. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget the spread. The 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 honey butter, the honey butter spread. Yes, yes. So I dipped the bread into the, into the honey butter spread. I ate. I was like, yeah, I understand why y'all go crazy over it. Even Jasmine, she not gonna say it, but she was just she was all over the bread too. Mm-hmm. So I watched. So I watched the Niners and the Seahawks game while I'm sitting up there eating my steak and everything like that, and. um Itis came while I was watching that game. While mm-hmm. I was watching the the Chargers and Jaguars game, it was twenty seven to seven. I was like, man, Chargers got this under the bed, and I just got they got a hold of me too. I was just like, okay, I'm going ahead and go to sleep on this game. Woke up the next morning to get ready for work. I ended up seeing the score. I was like, what in the world? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's what happens, man. It was, it's what happens. I mean. Um, wait, wait a minute, you mean to tell me that the Jaguars came back and actually won the doggone game? So, I have some of my co-workers basically saying that the Jaguars may end up getting the Chiefs, which I highly doubt. They got them. That's who they play. Yeah, but if the if the Jaguars... Oh, oh you mean up, winning. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, we, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that we'll later. That. Yeah, we'll okay, okay. Um, but, um, but that was a shocker. If you are the Chargers organization, what what the fuck do you do with this? Ooh. I mean, the head coach is already, good, so they've already fired. Y'all now. say they already fired their OC. Yeah, the head coach is good yeah. for now. Okay, OC got to take the bullet. Um, I mean, you probably could look at the DC if you want, maybe. Um, because maybe. I mean, I mean, as much as you want to say. Much as you want to say, I mean, if your offense gives you a 27-0, a 27-6, 27-7 lead, they, they, I mean, if they just score a field goal after that, most times you would like to think that's enough. Right. Especially when there's only a half left. You only got 28 minutes left in, in you know, in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I but the defensive coordinator probably would have been going before the OC. Um, but so th- this is one thing. This is one thing I hate about conservative play calling with big leads. Um, San Francisco tends to do it a whole lot. Did it? Did it? With, did it against Las Vegas? Um, I hated in basketball when, when people, you know, um, start playing the clock game. I understand you can run the clock out, 
but I still think you have to be aggressive. You should be aggressive. It's this yeah, other team. It's this other team's problem to stop you. Like all this, mur oh, you know, we don't want to show nobody up or nothing. Well, fuck that. Nobody, nobody's laying down. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's laying down. Their, their object, their goal is to still try to come back and win this game. So your object or goal, objective or goal should be to keep your foot on their throat. Mm-hmm. All gas, no break. Man, that's just like uh, like we talked about when Zion did that dunk against the damn Suns. You, y'all mad at y'all mad for what? Y'all should have played defense. Well, it's exactly. the difference between showboating now. It's the difference between showboating. Nah, fuck all that. Because I, I mean, that could be considered the same way. <laughs> fuck all that. You, if you, you, you don't want me to do this dunk, or you don't mm-hmm. want me to put up, you don't want our football team to put up motherfucking sixty. Stop it. Right. And I mean, now, now, now. So. And I think it's a big difference between that because it, that's kind of like, you know, because I said I would say the same thing, you know, when Bill Belichick was running a quarterback sneak on the on the goal line with 15 seconds left of the clock and they up 33 points. I forgot who they was playing. Like, now you could you could have nailed that. Yeah. You can nail that one. Zion, you up your team up double digit points here. Yeah, you don't need it. So I think I think it is a big difference. Like <laughs> the conservative play calling. Yeah, but I mean, if the game is in hand and it's like a minute left, seven seconds left, you on the goal line, and you, man, fuck this. We ain't down in this shit. We going to quarterback sneak this bitch right. right in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> and then kick this bitch off with three seconds left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or, or do it. Or, I mean, or do it. L- listen, what if they scored the touchdown and then do a fucking onside kick to try to get the ball back? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I think I think it's a big difference. Look, I, I'm not, I'm not, so I'm not saying do all that. I'm just saying, like, if they're playing within the game right. and they're scoring, like mm-hmm. can't nobody be mad mm-hmm. can't nobody be mad like if they let's say let's say the Chargers was all gas no brakes they put up they fucked around and put up 60 before before two minutes left in in the four right and then they you know they dial it like that's absolutely what, you know yeah we get that but that's yeah. the thing. We, it's like, we get it and, and even and even with and even with us and even with the Niners when we played against the Bucks we had our foot on the gas the whole time. Well, see, everybody's scared of Brady, though. I mean, fuck the Cowboys. We'll get to them, but they were scared of Brady. But I mean, they, that's why everybody worried about them damn missed extra points. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, um, um I, I just think I, I think that I, I would have fired the defensive coordinator before um OC. I mean, I pro- probably both of them would probably be gone. Um, I, I don't know exactly what happened. I think the offensive coordinator did enough to get y'all a 27-0 lead. Mm-hmm. So if anybody, if one of if one of those two jobs was safe, it would probably be the offensive coordinator. Um, but I mean, we we we've seen it. I mean, hell, Kyle Shanahan did it in Atlanta in the Super Bowl against against Tom Brady. So that's what look they they threw that damn Falcon. They threw the Falcons logo up with in there. Yeah. Charge your colors, that shit right. tickled the fuck out of me. Right. That, that was funny. That um, was funny. Shout out, shout out to the Chargers, though. Well, to the to the Jaguars for uh, coming back and uh, doing that. And I actually picked the Jaguars, too. But I didn't yeah. think it was wow. going to be like that. Yeah, I, I actually picked it on both both podcasts. But yeah, I picked it. I didn't think it was going to be like that. Um, right. Bills and Dolphins. I don't know. I, I don't know. 
mean that that game shouldn't have been as close as it should have been as it was. It shouldn't have been that close, you know. Especially with the game that they played last week in support of Demar Hamlin, you would think they still have that little bit of energy, but that gas had just left. It, 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 it just completely left. That's how I. That's how I felt. Because the Dolphins, we're still we're still there with their third or fourth string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, with Skylar. So with the Dolphins actually coming back, I really think that the Bills were like blowing away that game somehow, somehow. Oh yeah, we let let Let's, let's talk about the Bills throwing away the game, i.e., uh, Mr. Mr. January, as uh, as Tony Romo has deemed him. I call bullshit. <laughs> Josh Allen went back to his old Josh Allen ways, mm-hmm. and he threw a, he threw what two picks, and he had a fumble, a fumble that went for for a touchdown. Now for a touchdown. So it's like Josh it. His game reverted back a little bit, which caused which caused his game to be way closer than what we we felt had should have been, especially mm-hmm. with Miami having their their third, second, third string quarterback, well third string quarterback because uh, yeah, PB, uh, Bridgewater's second second string, but two glove Teddy, <laughs> Teddy two glove, I fuck with Teddy, um, but but like Josh Allen, he's he was the reason for he was the reason for them having the lead, but also coughing up the lead. Mm-hmm. Yes, because of his mistakes, and I love how I love how the media breezed past it, breezed past all these he, he's mistakes. A darling, he, he's a darling compared to compared to Dak Prescott, who be putting that shit in their goddamn chest, <laughs> and then they get a. They get a pick, but needless to say, um, I, I I watched a good a good bit of this game. I, I caught more of the second half than I did the first half, um, and like just to just to see the Dolphins' defense, like their defense is what kept the Dolphins in the game. They really did, right? and, and, and no slight to no slight to Skylar Thompson. He he was only doing what he could. Mm-hmm. Uh, his receiver, hell, to be honest, he he actually did pretty damn good. His damn receivers couldn't catch the fucking ball. No, Absolutely Waddle not. Waddle, Waddle, Waddle dropped a touchdown. Dropped like two, he dropped two two um two passes. One of them should have been a touchdown. Exactly. Yes. And then he had some he had some misses too. But but for the yeah. most part, like when a lot of his passes were on on target. For his receivers to catch, and they they mm-hmm. just couldn't reel that shit in. My my assessment of the Bills is um, if you could take Stephon Diggs out the game, Buffalo is very beatable, very yes. beatable, and yes. that's what happened for for the majority of that game. Uh, Buffalo got away got away with the game. Um, I think just because uh, you know, and like you said, no fault to Skylar Thompson. It's just um, you. You can only expect, you know, and I think Brock Purdy is an anomaly, but mix that with some of the play calling, you get what's what what's happening in San Francisco. But um you you're only gonna get so much out of your, you know, second, third string quarterback. Um 
you know, in these in these type of situations, especially a playoff game like that. Um, yeah. honestly, I if Brock Purdy was in that situation, I would have thought it would go down the same way, just because it's the playoffs and the playoffs is supposed to be a, a different season. It's supposed to be tighter and everything else. So, um, but yeah, that, that's my that's my assumption. Well, not even my assumption. That's my observation. Um, if you can take Stephon Diggs away from uh, uh, Josh Allen, yeah. Buffalo yeah. is very yeah. beatable. They're 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 probably the most they're probably one of the most vulnerable teams left besides um besides Jacksonville because when you look at everybody else um well nah, on the, in the AFC I'll say the AFC AFC yeah also also in that game uh the play calling down the stretch for Miami was super suspect. Cause they kept they kept getting false starts because of the fact that these motherfuckers couldn't get they de- they could never get these fucking plays off. Like Josh McDaniel, not Josh McDaniel, uh, Mike McDaniel's Mike. Too- that vape man. Yeah, he over there hitting the vape and shit. Like, bitch, what are you doing? Get the fucking play <laughs> off. <you fucking. laughs> hitting that vape. That's that's what he was hitting them. Hey, he was stressed. Them delay the game. Did you see that shit, Ayana? Did you see it? No, I didn't. I gotta see it. Mike Madden was hitting that vape. He's in the vape on the sideline. Yeah, so the way he the way he was holding his playbook, and then it was like he and you seen like that somebody cued in on that bitch, that motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) He hit that bitch and I'd be like, dog, get the fucking play out before you hit the vape. Shit. <laughs> I'm about, I'm Which, like, they set, they set Skylar, they set that dude up. They set the, the, the QB up numerous times because he's getting to the line with like five seconds to go to get the ball off. Mm-hmm. And they kept getting fucking um, false, not false start, but uh, delay a game. Delay a game after delay a game. Right. Which kept putting them in the hole. I said, if they would have got the fucking play call out, they probably could have won that goddamn game. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Big, big possibility. Big possibility. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Reggie. I'm still stuck on the fact that we did a shout out to the baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Popping Mike, baby. <laughs> Mike was hitting that vape, but I mean, he looked like he looked like. Well, he looked like Logic for one, but he yeah. do look like 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 um like a damn uh junior in high school or some shit. That's just. You know, this just stressed the <laughs> fuck out. Oh my god! Even even with that damn oh, beanie he be wearing. Yeah, even with the beanie he be wearing. Yes. Um. And that and that beard, that beard he got going on. I don't know what in the world's going on. He got that beard going on that's trying to make him look older. No, you used to look cact, like a baby. Cactus beard, but um. Congrats <laughs> to the Bills. Um. <laughs> yeah, this is just little cactus prickles there. Um. Giants Vikings. Giants Vikings. I called this game too. I, I I told Dre. I I told Dre we picked upsets of the week, and I told him my upset of the week was the Giants beating the Vikings, and he said his was the Cowboys losing. But yeah, I I, I definitely called this one. Um, the Vikings. No, because the Vikings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. The Giants had a hell of a game plan. A hell of a game plan. Um, from the from the jump. Yes, from the jump, and they played, they played very aggressive. Um, they 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 played they they played they called the the game they called 
was the game that matches um, Daniel Jones best. I don't know if they get away with that same aggressive play calling this week coming up, um, but it worked against the Vikings. It was something they saw game planning for the Vikings that they took to their advantage and used. On the defensive side, like I said earlier, they took Jet out of the game. Jet was shadowed and and double, triple covered anytime um, the ball was 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 hiked. And hey, somebody else got to beat us. Thielen, Thielen, um, whoever else, y'all got to beat us. The, um, um, yeah, y'all got to beat us. And they said, right, their their plan was not to let uh, Justin Jefferson Jet get off and gritty all over this damn field, and that's what the fuck happened. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I felt this though. I'm with you. I felt this though. The Vikings were some frauds. I really did. Because of the fact that, sorry, they were holding on to that two seed for quite some time. They were holding on that two seed by the hair of their chinny chin chin. First of all, that comeback that they, the that comeback that happened. Yep. Which one? <laughs> I mean, one. That, that was their whole no, season. No, yeah, that's no, a good. The big one. No. Um, okay, but I'm saying that was their whole season. This, oh, the this big one. Couple, yeah, yeah. You talking yeah. about against the Colts? Yeah, talking you talking about, about the Colts? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about that big, that big one against the Colts. That's number one. Number mm-hmm. two, the the week after that. Mm-hmm. Where they ended up, I think, where they ended up getting like a field goal. To win the game, and I'm sitting, oh, the Vikings? Getting, I'm sitting up there getting that, that was that was actually against the Giants. Oh, that, was yes. against the Giants. That, was, that was against the Giants, and that's why I picked the Giants. Yep, sixty-one yard field goal uh, with uh, no time left. Okay, so yep. yeah, exactly that one. And I'm just like, wait a minute, how are y'all sitting up there holding on to the two seed by the hair of your chinny chin? But this is what you get when your quarterback is hurt, cut by Suda. <laughs> we, I said this. We. I said this last week. I said this last week. In mm. hell, I've said this several times when it comes to Kirk Cousins. Your team, the the Vikings, are only as good as Kirk Cousins plays. Yeah. If he if yeah. he's on, they they look great. If he's mm-hmm. off by any by any means, good luck. <laughs> Cheeks. Yeah, and he was definitely off. And this, and this, this go round, the motherfucker, like you said, cheeks. The motherfucker, it was like he didn't know what to do. And still, and then you have, you have four, fourth, what was it, fourth and like eight or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And you fucking do a check down. Like I said, be a man, like, don't check shit down. At that, look, at that, this point, I am forcing it to Justin Jeff. I don't give a fuck how many people. The whole right. team could be on Justin. Uh, Justin I'm Jefferson. giving it to him. Anyway. I'm tossing it up mm-hmm. some kind of way by hook or by crook. Justin getting that and ball. I'm hoping and praying that he catches. Let it fly. That's it. Yeah, but yeah. That that was it. That was pretty much the indictment of having Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. Right. I, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised at this at this victory at all. Like I said, I I, I had actually picked them. Um, I, I just didn't I didn't expect them to put that that type of uh game plan together and then execute it the way they did. Yeah, Brian Dayball, as much shit as we gave him when they when the Giants signed him because we didn't know who the fuck he was. Right. And more so and more so he 
the way he got the job. It, I'm not saying that he was he wasn't a good coach. It's just the way he got the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, I'm gonna, like I'm gonna put, look up. The Saquon. Barkley, he went off oh, yeah. on that game too, didn't uh, he? Cause yeah, cause I'm like shit. Saquon, nine. Yeah. He rushed nine, nine. Uh, damn, he only had nine carries. Uh, never mind, cause goddamn Daniel Jones carried that bitch. Yeah, Daniel Jones. Times. That that was that was like five, six times that Daniel Jones ran it straight. Yeah, mm. but uh, but he had two. T- uh, Saquon Bar- Barkley had two touchdowns. So yeah. But uh, but yeah, like Daniel Jones made himself some money with this game. He did. Yeah. I signed. I signed him. I signed him and franchise. Uh, Saquon. Yeah. Hmm. Saquon. Saquon can get more money than Daniel Jones. Yeah. I, I get. I get the less. I get the lesson one out of the way. But yeah, so I'm, I'm with you, Smurf. If if. if if I'm um if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm the I'm the coach. I'm like, hey, look, man, fuck the checkdowns. Throw that bitch downfield in the double triple coverage if you got to. Be a man. <laughs> Put it in there somehow. Be a man. Like, throw, yeah, like you like, got you got Je- you got Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, and damn Adam Thielen. Like yeah. one of them, yeah. one of them. Like you should actually. Well, his checkdown was too damn Hawkinson. That was the bad part. Like mm-hmm. anything that that's not. That's not of a, a first down because that's really all they needed was a first down. Mm-hmm. But anything not past that line, like you shouldn't even be looking that way. I don't give a shit if they on your ass. Just throw that bitch up. And you talking about for the season too? Yeah. Yeah. So make it work. Yeah. Make it yeah. enough. Yeah, <laughs> make it enough. Make it enough. Make it enough. Make it enough. <laughs> <laughs> What you gotta do? Um, shout out to the Giants though. Um, Ravens in the bing- the Bengals. The Bengals. I thought this game should have been way lop- a little bit more lopsided than it was. It should have, and for it to be decided on a, a defensive ninety-nine yard fumble recovery um, says yeah. a lot. But but it's a rivalry game, and you know how rivalry games go. Um, everything everything's heightened. Everybody's right. everybody's up. Everybody's yeah. up for the game, and and it's uh, is is less blowouts than you know. In, in rivalry games, you know, because you you guys are so familiar with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I mean I, I I was impressed by the Ravens, not so much the offense. Um, Lamar is there; they probably win this game, but I I, yeah. I, can't, I can't fault him for not being there. I mean, if you're injured, you're injured. Um, that um, Huntley, he but, did but, try. Huh? Huntley, he did try. He, he did, but so so with oh, that yeah. with that with that ninety nine yard fumble recovery for a touchdown, that's the difference between Lamar and Huntley because yeah. um Lamar doesn't hold the ball out there for somebody to slap it out his hand. You know what I'm saying for that to be a fumble. Um and and also Lamar is taller. Right. So Lamar is also taller. So if I feel like if Lamar did that same thing, like he would have got the ball over before it got smacked out. Right. Because he right. was, he was, he was just short. Yeah. Of yeah. getting that ball across the line. Right. And, and also, um, fuck, that was a quarterback sneak from like what the two? It wasn't on the one. It was. It was a nice little stretch. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was on the two. It was on the two. They got a good. They got a good push though. Yeah. They got a good yeah. push. Yeah. 
and Hadley was saying the whole time that he let the ball cross the line, but when you look up at the sky, at the sky cam, no, he did not. I mean, but when you only when you only stand in six one, yeah, that that wingspan wingspan ain't long enough. Yeah, I don't expect Hunley to say anything yeah. different, but yeah, nah, that ball didn't cross the goal line. He shitting me. Hell no, nah, not even close. No, we saw that. Not even close. They got any, any, any takeaways on this game? My bad. Go ahead, Smurf. I was gonna say they got to that ball right, right on time. As soon as he got it out there, they were they right. had that picked out. And it just uh, happened. That motherfucker dropped right into the D, DL. Uh, the, the uh, DL. Yeah, he picked that bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shout out, to, shout out to Mark Andrews though, because he chased that bitch down, right. and if it wasn't for if yeah. it wasn't for his teammates, he would have got yeah. caught. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one of those, oh, what yeah. is this? Oh, shit. Let's go. Like, <laughs> that's, 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 that's how that shit happened. It's just like, the bitch just like, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Although, seeing, football. The, seeing one of them big jokers get down get down the field, because he got down that field quick as shit at, right. at his size. Mm-hmm. Hey, give me some oxygen. I need some oxygen. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oxygen. That, uh, my takeaway, like I said, I felt like this game was, I, I felt like it should have been a bigger margin by the Bengals. I thought it would be at least just because Lamar wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. like you said, with the rivalry game, everything, everybody gets up for it. So All right. we got us a good game. Bengals took care, you know, they took care of business. Mm-hmm. And now we yeah, shout out to the Bengals, and, and now for the most overhyped game this weekend, it was so much, <laughs> it was so much hype built around this shit. Um, I mean, they had, you would you would have thought this was a motherfucking Super Bowl game, like as far as in pregame interests, uh, the pregame celebrations and everything they had on every network, like just the build up to this shit. Um, the the Cowboys and the and the Buccaneers. Um, First of all, I'm glad Tom Brady's out of this shit. Him and Aaron Rodgers, fuck the both of them. Yeah, that's just how I feel. So my bad. <laughs> no, you're good. Listen, the Buccaneers look like ass. Like they have all season. Tom Brady. Tom Brady all looked season. like looked like shitty ass. Um, all season. He looked he looked scary. Um, yes. There was a lot of uh, ground balls, dirt balls that he threw. Like I, there was a lot of pass. I'm just like, who in the fuck was he throwing to? Like, I don't. Is the motherfucker got cataracts or something? But probably because that that red zone inter that red zone interception was not um, Brady yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. But um, I, I I hate that um. It looks like Left Witch is taking the is going to take the the fall for it, which. It is granted. That, that's the problem. That's the problem with having a Tom Brady on your team. Is more than likely everyone else is going to going to take the blame and the fall for it. When um, mm-hmm. I felt like you know Leftwich called a good enough game plan to for them to win the Super Bowl a, a year and a half ago. Um, hell, it wasn't his fault when uh, when Jameis Winston was throwing thirty five interceptions. In, you know, in a season, but then through, you know, he threw, he threw, he had the most interceptions thrown in the season, but he had thrown the most touchdown passes in the season too. So, I mean, it wasn't yeah. Leftwich's fault now, then, but now all of a sudden, Tom Brady is, you know, uh, so it, it's just interesting. Um, but that Tampa team looked old. It looked old. It, they they got outplayed on on every aspect of, of the game. Um, yeah. I, I can't, I cannot blame everybody else. Um. 
I, I give them some of the blame, but I mean, this is the league to where the quarterback gets all the glory when they win. So he needs to get a lot of the blame when they lose. And in this, in this case, you have Tom Brady and this team looked, I mean, he, he looked like, uh, he looked worse than Skylar Thompson. Yes. Yes. Now for me on, on to the Cowboys, um, that, Dak Prescott played a hell of a game. Um, yeah. Probably the best game he's played. Um, I, I'm not as optimistic as the ESPN guys are, you know, because, you know, it's just one game. I mean, when you have a streak of five or six games, seven, eight games where you're throwing multiple interceptions throughout the game and then you have a, a, a one-off to where you just play out of this world, that's not enough to sway me. I'm not everybody else. Right. But um, I do think um, – Dallas played a hell of a game. Um, the play calling was good. I don't know how how good it it is against a 49er team. Um, I don't know how good their defense is against the 49er team because this 49er team, you got it. You got to uh, you can't play the same defense that you played against Tampa. Um, but you know you can't double team some of these guys. You like you got Ayuk, you got Kittle, you got Debo, you got McCaffrey. You got uh, fucking Elijah Mitchell's playing now. Um, you know, Purdy can scram- yeah. scramble. Um, you know, um, you got Juwan Jennings. I mean, there's there's a lot of players that you have to worry about. Um, I do think it's going to be an interesting game. We haven't. We'll get into that when we do our predictions and all the other stuff. But that's my takeaways on 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 this game. Um, I'm there with. I'm there with you. I am definitely there with you. I, I was. My takeaway was, believe it or not, that Cowboys defense, where in the world did Micah Parsons and them come from? Like, they they had a hand, the secondary had a hand on damn near all the wide receivers. Julio Jones couldn't get open. Godwin barely got open. Mike Evans barely got open. They were, all, they were on their man. Mm-hmm. And Micah Parsons and the rest of that defense, they went after Tom Brady. Fournette, he barely got any yards in or everything. That defense, their defense actually looks stellar. As much as I don't like the Cowboys, their defense actually looks like Their defense has been good for a while. Yeah. Defense has so, been especially so this is. So this is the defense that showed up when this is the defense that we saw this weekend was the defense that we saw when Dak Prescott went down and right. Cooper Rush took over. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's the defense yep. that we saw You're this right. weekend. You're uh, right. You were absolutely right. So so the defense did their job. Uh fucking you mentioned Leonard for net, which is hilarious because this this motherfucker decided to wear a a playoff Lenny hoodie and and only had let me look at these numbers real quick playoff playoff (laughs) Lenny had five carries for 11 yards my goodness (laughs) Leonard had a good playoff run when Tampa won the Super Bowl right Leonard Fournette has been in the league what about 12, 11, 13 years now 
Uh, he's been in the league. He came out of LSU. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. Not it, it hasn't been that long. Um, it's been about eight, right? Maybe seven or eight, something like that. Because he he won the he won the uh, national championship with LSU, right? Yeah. Back in thirteen, maybe fourteen. No, I don't know. I think he won the national championship with LSU. Was he on that team with the Honey Badger? Honey Badger didn't win a championship. No. No, no, no. They, they didn't won. win a championship. No, what, we I won think a championship. It, it was Fournette, Honey Badger, oh, um, yeah. Odell Beckham, Odell right? Beckham. Yeah. Okay. And, so, and yeah. So Jarvis he ain't been in the league that long. He ain't He's been in the league. league. One, two, three, four, five, six years. Yeah. And that was so his first time three. tasting the playoffs. Uh, yeah. I don't know no. where he dubbed, dubbed himself a playoff Lenny, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought that was that was so adorable. Because he been say, he been saying that for like the last two or three years now. <laughs> that was so fucking adorable. <laughs> what? That was adorable. But <laughs> Tom Brady definitely Tom Brady played like a motherfucker that didn't want to get hit. Like you said, all those dirt balls and all that shit. That granted, he been looking like he been looking less than pedestrian all season right and yeah th- this past week this, like this past monday proved us right although yeah. we, we both picked the cowboys to win but i wasn't even confident in the cowboys because we know what got down cowboys was going right you're right you're right about that that's on that's on offense and this defense story and like, won the, like, week one we, the we, bucks beat them right because like We've seen where the offense is clicking, but the defense ain't clicking, or the defense is clicking and the offense ain't clicking. Right. Yeah. So, uh, they 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 play about a the Cowboys play about of a perfect of a game as they could against against the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. It, everything after those everything first, after those first two drives, yeah. After those first two first two drives, they they just went and hit full stride. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean. Once, what I got to about the middle of the third quarter, night night because that that was a wrap. I, I did not, I had no confidence in Tampa Bay making nope. any kind of comeback. None of that shit. They, nope. As bad as they were, as bad as Tom Brady looked, and as bad as fucking Leonard Fournette looked, the receivers all like everybody just looked bad. Mm-hmm. And, and as a whole, like like you said, uh, like you said, I got the receivers couldn't get open. And when they did, it was you know it was late in the game. So by by then it was you know it was null and void at that. Like you just putting points on the board to keep from from trying to get completely embarrassed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, shit, shout out to the Cowboys. They they took care of business. They did. And I mean the, the first the first what four or five series combined, yeah, teams included. This shit looked like it was gonna be a sleeper both both sides because both 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 of them looked terrible. And then Cowboys just turned it on after that. Yeah. It was, uh, um, before we uh, get get into the predictions, uh, y'all, any thoughts on Mauer? On who? Mauer. The kicker. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh. I would be surprised if he's kicking the next, this game. Hmm. He would have had to walk back and got damn Tampa back. <laughs> Fucking around with me. You know, everybody was talking about him, like, uh, how bad he looked. But I'm like, shit. 
Tom Brady looked worse than that to me. I mean, I I get it, but he yeah, the, but he got he got the yips right now. Yeah, he at least for that game. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it. You know, he he gets it. He got all that out of his system because he, he can't. He ain't gonna be able to make that mistake this weekend. Yeah, yeah. At least I I don't think so. Yeah, you can't can't make. Cause I'm like that. He like you said. He missed four four goddamn extra points. Back yeah, consecutively. Yeah. Yeah, and he missed a field goal. Something like that's that's seven that's seven points right there. Right there. So get so imagine if Tampa Bay was had that as a, like if that was a game, and they yeah. them, them that's seven points they cost you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And everybody and yep. I think that's why everybody made you know of course it is a big deal but I think that's the reason why you know everybody was on it like that because you know. The the Tom Brady Brady expectations that all everyone has like you know this is going to they're going to make this a close game which you know um the one thing I, I will say about the the Buccaneers like a close game they're scary they're probably the scariest team in the NFL if it's a close game because that's where Tampa won the majority of their games like it, within the last mm-hmm. five minutes of the game when Tom Brady is not like they're just playing like fast paced no huddle football. I mean, a guy like that, that, you know, has seen every defense possible, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's scary. But, you know, when you got to call a play and they, you know, game planning for specific things, then, yeah, I mean, you playing like, you know, parking lot football, you know, he's probably going to kill you, you know, hey, draw some plays up in the dirt and be like, you know, <laughs> just, but yeah, I, you, outside hey, of I need that. You to, I need you to run five and turn around. Right, yeah, and the ball's gonna be right there, yeah. yeah right, uh, but so, so on, on to him real quick before we leave. Um, I I was listening to this um show and um the way they explained it, like I I looked at it differently as far as in Tom Brady, like um, and I do like they said the game has has passed him by, and I think that is the case. The game has passed him by. The quarterbacks that there everyone is looking for that you look that gets drafted are dual quarterbacks. They can throw, they can run. They might not be the fastest runners, but they can scramble and get out the pocket. Um, and that's what, like, when you're when you're play calling, like when you're looking at plays, um, RPOs and uh, everything else are a big part of every offense, you know, these days. And you cannot do an RPO with Tom Brady at all. Not at all. You will not get a run play option, like, you know, with not. And um, even with us, it was hard with Jimmy. It was hard. It was us with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, um, for for him to move on to another team, when you look at it, that team has already got a game plan. Now they have to scrap everything they have and basically cater a game, you know, a a, a winning system around Tom Brady, something that that fits, you know, his strengths, which is just throwing the ball. You know what I'm saying? And and. Then you got to w- worry about what personnel they have on this team already, and it takes away from that personnel too. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. Go home, Roger. I, I said it. go home. <laughs> I said it. But um, you would think this should, this should be his last year. This should be his you last would, year. You right would now. think, but the, pride. He hates, home, he hates home that bad, I guess. Yeah. Well, hell, yeah. Ain't nobody, <laughs> there, ain't nobody there now. So I mean, yeah. I know. Like, I say, look. I know. I'd be saying, fuck them kids, but like, he's the epitome of fuck them kids. And he's like, yo, fuck all of that. He's like, fuck his wife. It's too. It's too, it's too no, no. He said, fuck the family. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's like, yo, fuck all. 
he's like fuck fuck the family and fuck OTA. Let me know when it's when the season's ready. Uh-huh. Right. Two months right. of retirement and he couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't handle it. He's like, oh no, I gotta keep playing. I, I can't I can't do this. I gotta yeah. take these kids to school every every day of the week. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Put me or back every- on that field. Yeah, that's what I gotta take Monday through Friday. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Put me back on that field. Coach. Yeah, he's like, hey, I, yeah. I don't want to come back. <laughs> well, he ain't let he ain't let the school season start yet. Fuck. Well, no, they they was in last. <laughs> year. Yeah. They was in last year's school season. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's like, yeah. he's like, shit. I can't do this next year. <laughs> Fuck no. You know. Yeah. yeah. Boy, boy, boy. That motherfucker waited till spring break. Wait, he waited till spring break. He's like, uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm coming back. He made it right. Hold on. He got he Hold slept on. in for a couple couple uh days during spring break. It was like this is what I need right here. <laughs> no, and to the guy that I, I, I think he either he sold or bought that ball where it was oh, supposedly God. Tom Brady's last <laughs> That's his fault. He should have let that motherfucker go. I'd have sold that. I'd have let that. I would have sold that bitch. Highest bidder within the week. What? All right, but um, let, let's get on to these predictions so we can get up out of here. Um, okay. First game that, this week, this coming week, we got the Jaguars and the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I got I got KC. Yeah. I, I got KC too. There, there. The magic, the magic is, is about to run out. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it's particularly close. Um, KC is minus, minus eight and a half. It's KC minus eight and a half. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I give, I give them at least a two score, two score lead. I was gonna say I might take the if I was, if I was to gamble, I might take, I might take that minus eight, minus mm-hmm. eight and a half. I always hate, yeah. I always hate that hook, but uh, with, with it being the Chiefs, I, I got the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and I would probably take the do that eight and a half. Too. Okay. Yeah, me too. Like Travis Kelsey is gonna have a field day. Yeah, I, I just I think that team that team as a whole is too too much. Even though ja- ja- Jacksonville is scrappy. Um Giants and Eagles. This could be I wanna say the Eagles. I want to say the Eagles. That's what I want to say. Eagles but, minus seven and a half. Yep, Eagles minus yeah, seven. I, I want to say the Eagles, but the Giants. Man, fuck all that. I got the Eagles. I ain't even finna. I ain't fucking around with y'all. I got the Eagles too. I got the Eagles. Fuck that. The Giants looked good last last week. Pop to them, but I, I mean, I, I just think the Eagles defense are going to, they're gonna put their foot in, in that offense in, in that offense's ass. Um. And I and think it's too many weapons. And they're going to have a. They're they're going to do what what uh what all other teams should have been doing is putting a spy on Daniel Jones because he can run. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he and he's proven that throughout you know his his, his career so far. Right. I mean, hell, I remember that uh, like, what, he had like a seventy yard run where the motherfucker ran out of gas at like the yeah, five. Like yeah. a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it tripped. Yeah, so um, um, I got I got the Eagles. I think uh, too many weapons for the Giants to 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 
play around and do jet, you know, do do the receivers like they did jet. Because I mean, if, if you can somehow take yeah. AJ Brown out of the game, you still got Devontae Smith. You take Devontae Smith out of the game, you know, they got a tight end. Take tight end out yeah. of the game, you still got Miles Sanders. Um, you do that, Jalen Hurts can hurt you uh running, you know. So he runs. That's um, another one that runs. Yeah, I think it's too much. So who, who do you got, Ayana? I said the Eagles. Okay. I did say the Eagles. She's trying to, she's trying to make a case for the Giants, <laughs> and then, no, and then went back to the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not even, I, even, I ain't even trying to be cute with it. No, yeah. I really want to say the Eagles. Guys, gonna have to prove me wrong, dog. Forty Nineers, yeah. Cowboys. Bang, bang, Niners gang. I got that's why. Bang, Niners gang. All day, every day. The Cowboys can sit up there and talk all that trash all they want to. Micah Parsons can sit up there and talk all that trash all you want to. But we have too many weapons, and this is just the offense. We have way too many weapons. Talk we beat talk, them. We beat, we beat them. We beat them last year. We beat them. <laughs> We beat them last year with Jimmy Garoppolo, and we didn't even have Christian McCaffrey on our team. Just imagine. Christian McCaffrey's going to end up having a field day, just like he's been doing the whole season. Yeah. Um, Brock Purdy is going to have a field day, too, because, like I said, he has too many weapons. You got George Kittle. He, he already has, like, 11 touchdowns. Um, Debo Samuel, uh -huh. Jawan Jennings, Brandon, Brandon Ayuk, <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. Get it, get it off, get it off, Queen. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. Oh, and did I forget about Elijah Mitchell? Yes, I did forget about yeah. Elijah Mitchell. He's just a backup. And don't let us use juice. Juice. Use chicks. Don't let, don't, don't let us use him. But yeah, uh, I ain't gonna fuck around with this. And that's just the I, offense. And that's just the offense alone. <laughs> We're not even gonna talk about our number one defense. We ain't even gonna talk about defense. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about our number one defense. I'll, I'll go. I, like I, the reason why I picked the Forty Niners. Um, well, go ahead, Smurf. Make your pick. I've been saying I got no, the, I got the Niners. Uh, my only I won't say it's necessarily a concern. They just have to. It it'll be the the. The line, y'all's line against the right against the Dallas uh Dallas Dallas defensive line. If they yep. can if they can keep them at bay, mm -hmm. Brock should be able to operate at, as need be and absolutely make the plays they yes. need to make. Uh, yes. Now, if they get back there to him, it's gonna be can he yeah. can he get up you know can he get out that pocket and, and make the plays there? Right, uh, he will. Uh, like we like we discussed uh, as as Ayana discussed. 49ers got they got all the fucking weapons on offense. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of um, it, the plays of Brock doing, yeah, yeah, a Brock doing his job, and then the defense taking care taking care of defense. That's it. Right. Um, I, I agree with you on because uh, Michael Parsons, he he's all he's damn near unstoppable. Him him and um. Him and Marcus, him, uh, him and Marcus him and Nick Bosa. No, I mean him and Nick Bosa are, are damn near. Oh, yeah. e they're damn near. Yeah, yeah. Damn near equal. It's kind of like a, a toss up between them. Um, they both can get to the quarterback mm -hmm. whenever, however they want. Um, Forty Nine ers game plan, you know, includes you know um, 
some of the game plans that have been used before to where Michael Parsons like like I guess you know with where you when you run you run the ball at him you know what I'm saying you make make him make a decision I think that works a lot um it, it's a dynamic offense but I think Dallas has a lot of um they have a lot a lot of good defensive players to where they can they can kind of neutralize some things um I watched a lot of ESPN today and there was a lot of things said you know the 49ers haven't really played um a good team um during this run that they've been on besides Kansas City and that Kansas City game was not pretty by any stretch of means um so um that that is a little worrisome you know but um you know but well outside of Seattle Seattle was was a good team but they're not Dallas um yeah. you know so some of the other teams that you know we we've been on a run you know against it, it can be ugly, but um, I, I got the 49ers. Um, I don't have a point spread, but I do think we um we take care they, of business. Uh, I'm gonna say they minus four. Yeah, minus four. Mm. Yeah, and and if we can get to Dak, it's gonna be a long day. Cause I think I think we can get to Dak. Oh, we definitely. Oh, we're getting to Dak. We're getting to Dak. Dak will be eating some turf. I'm gonna say yeah, this game is gonna be more in the trenches. More, I feel like more than anything else. Right. Who, yeah. Whose line? Whose line can win? Yeah, and we're good at stopping the run. We're we're, we're devastating at stopping the run. That's one thing we can. Do. That's right. That's one thing we can do. So uh, right. <laughs> Ezekiel, oh. probably not even gonna get too many yards. So far, yeah, he never really does. Or Tony Pollard is there. Became their workhorse. All right, so oh. it's, it's a clean, it's a clean sweep so far. All right, Bang, Bengals and Bills. Whew. Yeah, they got Buffalo minus five, five and a half. Oh, I... Joe Burrow might do something. I don't, oh, God, this is a hard one. Yeah, I feel say, yeah, this one's a lot harder yeah. to gauge because what Josh Allen are we getting? Right, yeah, if we if we get last week's Buffalo Bills in general, um, it's not going to be good. Um. No. I am going to go with the Bengals. Ooh. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Um, I am because I feel like they have a little more firepower in Bengals. I think I'm going to give Buffalo the edge only because they're at home. That's the only reason. Only because they're at home. They got home home field advantage. But I, they gonna have to. Joe, I mean, Joe, um, Josh Allen is going to have to play a, a good fucking game. Like he can't, he can't keep. He can't be making these mistakes that he made last week. No, because the Bengals defense is not gonna go for that whatsoever. So really not. Speaking and of that, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Because you said I'll make your pick. You can go ahead. You was talking. Uh, no, I was just... I, this, one, this one's a tough one for me. Because I don't see the... I don't see Stop checking down and throw it in the coverage. We've been saying that all episode. Uh, stop checking down and throw it in the coverage, Ayana. Throw that thing. Get rid of it. Throw it in the coverage. Put it out there. Let's see Buffalo. I want to see Buffalo. All right. Let me say Buffalo. All right. Let me let me ask y'all this question. 
Should this be a home game for Buffalo? Not saying it should be a home uh, game for Cincinnati, but should they find a neutral site as in what they have done next week for the AFC Championship? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you are correct. I forgot all, I look, forgot forgot all about that shit. Yes, this should be a neutral site. They should be playing like uh Detroit somewhere. Okay. Because they're playing in Atlanta. No, no, that's next week. Championship game next week, AFC Championship in Atlanta. This week they're in Buffalo, but and the reason why I ask that is, is of course there's only uh, a, a game difference that separates them. Uh, Buffalo is 13 and three, Cincinnati is uh, 12 and four. But had Cincinnati won that game that was ultimately canceled, they would have a tie record right now, and it would go down to a tiebreaker. So you, we don't necessarily know who would have been the home team had that game been played. So that's why I asked that. I mean, do do y'all think this should be a um, neutral site game as well? I think so. Yeah. I'm up with it. I believe yeah, like you said, they, they didn't get to finish that game. Mm-hmm. And it, it would only be right. Yeah, right. I agree. I agree. All right. Last question before we get out of here to, to our picks. Um, does the system need to be picked with how they do the, the standings as far as in the playoffs? Like, yep. um, Tampa Bay, worst record, had a home game to a team that could have been the – was a top four team. Oh, yeah. They, they We said that last week. Yeah. Right. They, need, they need to figure something out because there shouldn't be a way that you – you get rewarded for having it and you got the worst damn record in, in the fucking in the conference right because in the nba they, they they it don't matter it don't matter if you win won the southwest or the atlantic or whatever your record is your record it's going yep. to seed you one through one through eight i feel the exact same way hell you could actually take, you, you could be that division and be a here. playing a playing team and that's and that's some and that's some BS to me because we could go back years ago when the NFC East had the worst record too. Yeah. And none of those teams shouldn't have been in either, especially when you have other divisions that are that are putting out like plus uh, five hundred um, records. Well, I, I I get I get taking one of those teams the division winner, but giving them a home game to start out with, I disagree with that. Yeah, that should that no, should have been reversed in yeah and been played in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, and, yeah. And like that's I agree a, that can be that should be an easy call. Like like okay, you won your you won your uh you won your division, but the record of the team that you're that you're playing, your record is. It isn't uh, the other team's record is better than yours? Then we mm-hmm. need to be playing at the other team at the at the other team's spot. Mm-hmm. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna reward you just because you won your just because division. you won your division, right? You, yeah, you, you fucked around and, and played and in the ass ass division. Yeah, yeah, and you're in this place just because you're fourth. You're fourth because of the fact that you're in this division. That mm-hmm. shouldn't give you. That shouldn't give you home advantage. It really shouldn't. That doesn't make any sense to me, especially when Dallas was already like what, twelve and four. Twelve and five. Like twelve and five. Twelve and five. five and something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. That should have been at AT&T Stadium. All right. Let's get to it, Smurf. Who, who do you got? Who do you got for your Miss player? Miss oh, we already know. Augustus. Yeah. Simone Augustus, uh, former WNBA player, currently an assistant coach for the LA Sparks, played at LSU, just got a statue uh, in front of in front of the uh, arena. Two-time Naismith College Player of the Year, led LSU to three straight uh, Final Four appearances, the number one overall pick in the 2006 WNBA Draft, eight-time All-Star, four-time WNBA champ, uh, 2011 w- WNBA Finals MVP, 20, uh, excuse me, uh, 2006 WNBA Rookie of the Year, three-time three-time Olympic gold medal gold medalist and has her, her number retired at in Minnesota and at LSU. Shout out Simone. Um, I'm going to go with this guy. Hopefully this is his last year playing football and uh, <laughs> I'll get it out of the way. Um, Julio Jones. His wide receiver currently for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he made his living and name. Well, he made his name in, in Alabama, but as far as a professional, um, as Atlanta Falcons, he's regarded as one of the uh, greatest receivers um, in this past decade. Um, Julio Jones, Julio Jones, um, former, uh, Al- well, not former, he's still, you know, Alabama Crimson Tide, but he's a former player for them. Um, first round pick. Uh, he, he was drafted number six by the Atlanta Falcons. Um, college career, um, BCS championship. He was the SEC freshman of the year. First team all SEC 2010. Second team all SEC uh, 2008. Um, let me see. He's on the uh, 2010s all decade team. He's an NFL uh, reception co uh, receptions co leader in 2015. He had the most yards for most receiving yards in the NFL at two different times, 2015, 2018. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler. Um, he's a third, he's three-time second team all-pro. He's a two-time first team all-pro. And um on as far as far as now, if he don't retire, well, if he does retire, he has 903 receptions for over 13,000 yards and 63 receiving touchdowns. Um, put in a lot of work. These last three or four years have been kind of painful to watch, but um, if you watch Julio do his thing in his prime, you know who Julio is. Yeah, that man was a beast. Absolutely. Yeah. That man Shout was out. a beast. Shout out Julio. And of course, y'all know what time it is. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> oh God! No, Play some traveling music. Um, Everybody's going downtown on the A train. Okay, go downtown on the A train. I feel like I be oh, feel like I be um killing Kendrick up here, but whatever. Just spread, <laughs> spread a moment. Uh, 
Well, as, as we uh, as we get ready to close this thing on out, Miss Queen Gina, thank you for joining us. Breath of uh, fresh air for for someone new to come on and and bless bless the pod. Would you thank like? Thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Welcome back anytime. Uh, you want to give give our listeners a way to to follow you or whatnot? Um. Well, I'm on Instagram, Queen Gina seventy nine. Um, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but I'm also on Facebook as well. First name Ayana, last name Kroger. We appreciate you, Miss Kroger. <laughs> Uh, also, everybody, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, rocking with us. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell their grandma to pull up and, and rock with us. All I got. I love you, count me out. <laughs> hey, like, like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Thank you for the love, support, um, for listening to us weekly, you know, getting this uh, dose of sports talk with us. We appreciate it. Um, that's pretty pretty much all I got. Hey, fuck check down. Throw it in the uh, in in triple covers, double covers. Be a man. That's what we gonna. That's that's be a man that's, or a woman. That's the saying. Yep. Fuck check down. Th- throw a tight throw a tight spiral in the double covers. That's what, right. But um, yeah, I appreciate it, y'all. Um, and that's all I got. That's it, man. Ayana, appreciate you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I love this. This was so much fun. As a matter of fact, can I come back next week? Sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Because we got Fortnite in there. Niner gang. Bang, bang. We got to discuss the Cowboy Niner gang. I I, I feel as though I have to get some stuff off my chest, whether we win or lose. Okay. She's gonna be super hyped, but she gonna be pissed the hell off. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But this is because this is a rivalry for the ages. This has been this going is, on for forty for forty one years. And this so, is why. Yeah. This is why I'm glad I get to watch football stress free. <laughs> right here. <laughs> you right about that. Only time I'm stressed if I got is if I'm watching Alabama play. Outside oh. of that, oof, boy. <laughs> right about that. Oh. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. We will see y'all next week. We out of here. Hey. Love you guys. <laughs> Put it on my ego, Lord of our lords. Sometimes I fall for. I love you, count me out.